The following podcast is sponsored by Structure Tech. Personally, I feel like I am always learning, right? I feel that way. I think a lot of inspectors on our team feel that way too. And that's that's just part of the profession. You're you're always learning. But if I wouldn't have had the training that I had through Structure Tech, there's no way I would have been ready to just go out there and start inspecting. I had experience with construction, residential construction before this. I have a college degree in in residential building science. I worked in the field for five plus years doing building performance and building science, diagnostic testing and problem solving. And, And I still, I tell you what, I was humbled by my training experience at Structure Tech. This is Structure Talk, a podcast from Minnesota's most highly rated home inspection company, Structure Tech. We're the people who do home forensics and deliver the unbiased truth about your property. Structure Talk is hosted by our home inspection specialists, Ruben Saltzman, Tessa Murray, and Bill Ulrich. Welcome to Structure Talk, everybody. On today's episode, we're going to talk about home inspector training, licensing, all the things it takes to become a professional in this business in the state of Minnesota. Ruben, what can you tell me about getting into this business and what's necessary? I can tell you there's absolutely no consistency with this profession, Bill. There is stuff that is just all over the board. And man, I, I wish that would change and I wish it would get better. So is is that unique to us in, in our area or is that across the country? It's that way in a lot of the country. I mean, I guess somewhere around two thirds to three quarters of the states now have licensing and there's there's kind of a straightforward path to what it takes to become a home inspector. But here in Minnesota, there's absolutely nothing. We have no licensing, no regulation, no certification, no nothing. Anybody can go out and just call themselves a home inspector today. And that's it. I've heard people grumble about that, but then I've also heard the opposite side. It's like, well, does licensing actually make you more qualified to be in this business? Do you have thoughts on that? I do. And, you know, I'm sharing thoughts that I've heard from a lot of home inspectors in licensed states. I've talked to a lot of people throughout the country. And one of the most common things I hear is that licensing comes and all of a sudden, whereas you used to have, say, a thousand practicing home inspectors, licensing comes and all of a sudden you've got 2,000 home inspectors. And it's like, what just happened? Well, they have a weak licensing law and it becomes a well-publicized portal through which anybody can just jump through to become a home inspector. And then anybody who fits the grandfathering clause says, well, I'm going to get my home inspector license today while it's real easy because I might do this sometime in the future. And all of a sudden you got all these people who are perceived to be equally qualified home inspectors. So, you know, I think it's all about how the licensing law is written, whether it makes sense to have it or not. And my preference would be less of that. I mean, I, I know it sounds like I'm complaining about how anybody can do it, but at the same time, I don't know that it necessarily makes home inspectors better. You think about contractors, like, all right, you need to be licensed to be a contractor. Does that mean you're not going to have a bad contractor? No way. So Tessa, you've been doing this for over three years now. At what point did you feel well qualified? Do you think you could have just taken a test and felt confident going into somebody else's house and explaining it to... No way. I mean, personally, I feel like I am always learning, right? I feel that way. I think a lot of inspectors on our team feel that way too. And that's, that's just part of the profession. You're, you're always learning. But if I wouldn't have had the training that I had through Structure Tech, there's no way I would have been ready to just go out there and start inspecting. And you had a tremendous 
base of knowledge that you were working forward for? Yeah, I had experience with construction, residential construction before this. I have a college degree in, in residential building science. I worked in the field for five plus years doing building performance and building science, diagnostic testing and problem solving. And, and I still, I tell you what, I was humbled by my training experience at Structure Tech. And I think one of the things that if you ask anybody on our team, the best part about being at Structure Tech and the training you get is the team that backs you up after the fact. Yes. We have yeah. literally hundreds yeah. of years of experience combined to answer questions about houses. And I just don't know how somebody hangs out a shingle, calls himself an inspector, whether they're licensed or not, and has the confidence to go do this. It seems fraught potential. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's home inspection schools out there. Yeah. And I'm not knocking the schools when I say this, but you're not going to be prepared to be a home inspector when you're done with a home inspection school. You're going to go to classes for like maybe mm-hmm. a week, maybe mm-hmm. two weeks, and you'll get schools where they say it's like, you know, 160-hour class, 120-hour class, whatever. Usually, it's not that much classroom time. Mm-hmm. It's half of that is classroom time. The other half is you're supposed to study all this content at home on your own. Right. And even then, I mean, it's like, it's crazy to think that that's going to prepare you to be a home right. inspector. Reading something in a book once versus being able to be in the field and identify and understand everything's completely different. One of the things we did at Structure Tech for the training is like six months of shadowing home inspectors every day, going out, doing an inspection or two. And I swear every time you learn something new that you're doing that. When we come back, we're going to talk about the professional organizations that are in the industry. Are you looking for peace of mind when it comes to buying a home? Structure Tech is on the case. At Structure Tech, we provide a comprehensive menu of inspection services so you can make the most intelligent decision on your home purchase. We also offer radon testing, mainline sewer inspections, level two chimney inspections, and specialized stucco inspections. Structure Tech, delivering the unbiased truth. Please visit us online at StructureTech1.com. You're listening to Structure Talk, brought to you by Structure Tech, the most highly rated home inspection company in the Midwest. Delivering to you the unbiased truth about your home. Welcome back, everybody. I don't want to give the impression that this home inspection industry is just a wild, wild west out there and that there is no standards anywhere. There are professional organizations in this business. Ruben, can you tell me about them? Well, you know, the oldest one out there, the one that kind of came up with the original standard of practice for home inspections is ASHI, the American Society of Home Inspectors. They were founded over 40 years ago, and they developed standards of practice, a code of ethics for home inspectors. That's the organization that everybody here at Structure Tech is a member of. That's a, that's a requirement for all of our inspectors. Before you go out inspecting, you need to join ASHI and you, you need to pass the exam that ASHI uses. At ASHI, we use what's called the National Home Inspector Exam, which is administered by the EBPHI. Thank um, you. Examination Board of Professional Home Inspectors. Yes, yes. Together which... we, we know that answer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the reason you know that answer is because you guys are leaders in this area. You are leaders in training. Well, I mean, we, you're setting the standards. We try. I sat in on a, on a session helping to write the, the exam. Tessa, you've been there twice now mm-hmm. helping to write those, right? Yeah. Edit questions, source questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, you are nationally recognized. <laughs> As <Yes>. are you. <laughs> so 
that's ashy. It's it's a set of standards. They're not the only home inspection organization out there. There's a there's another one that a lot of people joined. It's it's called Internachi, and they they have their own set of standards. And there's there's local organizations. There's there's one called Michi, the Minnesota Society of Housing Inspectors. But they're really more focused on education. They don't so much set up standards of practice for home inspectors. Really, really, the big two are Ashi and Internachi, and it it should help to make home inspections a little bit more uniform. Okay, so early on in the business, when when people realized that this was actually a need out there, that people wanted to know about what they were buying, they wanted to understand their houses, the Ashies of the world, the Internachis of the world, they got together, they wrote their standards, and they created a common guide for people in this business. Okay. Yep, exactly. So licensing really wasn't a thing until states decided it was a thing. That's about it. And... If and when licensing does come, I don't think it's really going to change anything about the way that we do our business here at Structure Tech. I mean, it it might mean that it's a little bit more paperwork. For example, radon licensing just came. We had been doing radon tests forever here in Minnesota, and licensing just came. So now we got to file a lot of paperwork with the state, and we got to pay them a chunk out of everything we're doing. And it's a lot of time. And we've had to pass that cost on to consumers. Now we need to charge more money for all of our radon tests. But our radon test didn't change at all. We're following our same protocol that we followed before licensing came. So it's it's really hasn't been a benefit to the consumer, at least for people who are doing it right. Now, for people who are kind of fly-by-night contractors or, or radon testers, maybe it's maybe it's eliminated some of them. But for the good people who are doing it, licensing shouldn't change anything. It shouldn't, but to the end consumer, it should give more confidence that what they receive is standardized. They should have confidence in those readings and those reports that are coming out, right? That's the idea. But I mean, like I said about hiring bad contractors, it it certainly doesn't give any type of guarantee. Sure. I, I think what it what it really comes down to is whether you're in a licensed or an unlicensed area, you really need to look out for who you're hiring. You need to do research and you need to figure out how that home inspector got their training. The training process to get from day one to a practicing home inspector is really important. If I were going to be hiring a home inspector, I'd want to know about that. There's a ton of information, folks. It, it's it's hard to even explain how much information is accumulated in in Ruben's mind. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> some of it has to do with homes too. Yeah. No, no, right. right, Ruben. At what point did you realize you needed to design a training process for structure tech? I'd say it's probably when I started training to be a home inspector. It was not at all what we're doing today. I mean, my my training process was going along with my dad every day. And don't get me wrong, it was fantastic, but it wasn't it wasn't nearly as structured as what we're doing today, you know, 15 years later. Today Oh my goodness, we put together so much documentation and it's it's at step one you do this, step two you do this. It's 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 very structured. So there's a lot more that people need to get down. When I went out, man, I, I don't think I knew what trainees get in one month of training for us today. And I was inspecting on my own. So it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy how much it's changed over the years. So you came into the business in what year? I started inspecting on my own in 2004. How many houses have you been into? 
I have no idea. Okay, if you, were, if you were to take a guess, how many houses have you personally inspected? I'd, I'd say several thousand. Okay. I, I can't tell you exactly how many. I mean, I'm also a licensed truth and housing evaluator. And with truth and housing, you know, that's a, it's a pre-sale city inspection. And those take about an hour to conduct. And you can end up going through and doing five, six of those in a day. And we never kept good track of all of our numbers back then. So it, they all kind of meld together. Okay. So thousands. Thousands and thousands. But this process is, it's been defined, it's been redefined, it's been re-re-redefined. You have gone to the drawing board several, several times. It's changed a lot over the years. And, you know, it, it works really well for us. And I mean, just a quick snapshot of what the training process looks like. We have an inspector go around for about 100 inspections, morning and afternoon inspections with everybody on our team. That takes a couple of months. Then they start writing reports and then they start really writing reports and doing all the talking during inspections. And by the time they're done, it usually ends up being about 150 inspections they've done. And it usually takes about six months or so to get to that point. And we're talking about six months of long days and a lot of studying on their own at night, on weekends, any free time they have. There's so much reading that we give people. And then they need to go out and pass the National Home Inspector exam. So if you were to take somebody who hasn't gone through a rigorous training process like we have at, at Structure Tech, I don't know how they're supposed to get that. There is no program that you can just buy into to get this. You can go to a one-week school. You can do some ride-along inspections with other inspectors and just kind of scratch the surface. But you talk to just about any single operator out there and you ask them what what their process was and that's about what they're going to tell you. And they might have a lot of experience if they've been doing it for many years and they may have picked stuff up. But starting out, Man, I'll tell you, they missed a lot of stuff. <laughs> sure, I imagine. And but that's why these professional organizations are so important too. It's it's a place to gather and and bounce your questions off your colleagues too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It helps to have our local chapter. We've got a local chapter for Ashy. It's the the Heartland chapter. We meet together once a month and we we ask each other questions. We bounce ideas off each other. We have continuing education. That that's been a really helpful thing here in the Twin Cities. Okay, Ruben, so with all of this, with no licensing in some states and licensing in others, how does somebody know they're hiring a great home inspector? Well, you know, one thing I've always said this, start with looking at a sample home inspection report. Go to the home inspector's website and hopefully they have a sample on there. If they don't, well, I'll tell you, I've found home inspectors for family members out of state And if there is no sample report on a home inspector's website, I wouldn't even consider them for the inspection. So I'd I'd look up the sample report and I'd look to make sure it's well-written. I want to make sure that I can understand what they're recommending. I want to make sure it's written in plain English, not having a bunch of check boxes saying, you know, it's in marginal condition. And then I got to turn to a key at the beginning of the report to realize that, well, marginal means it needs further evaluation. I, I want it to be written in plain English. I want a lot of photos in the report. And direct language. If there's a lot of recommendations for further inspection, I really lose my confidence in this person. And I think they don't know enough to say when something is okay. So number one would be a great sample home inspection report. Okay. Anything else you're looking for? Experience is a big one. I want to know how long have they been doing it and 
what did it take them to get here? If you have somebody who was an electrician and a plumber and a carpenter, they probably know a lot about houses. They know a lot of different trades and I'm pretty happy with that. If they have gone through a company like ours where you have a stringent training process and they've spent, you know, half a year, a year learning the, the profession, I would take that in lieu of working in a whole bunch of different trades. But if you don't have one of those two, I would question somebody's training. That would be a yellow flag for me. I'm not saying I wouldn't hire them, but I'd be very suspicious. Okay. So try to figure out what the training process was for somebody. And then I'd say the last one is what do other people have to say about the home inspector? And that all comes down to online reviews. Looking on Google, Yelp, Angie's List, Facebook reviews. These are all places that the home inspector has no control over what people say. And one of my favorite things, I like looking at negative reviews. I don't know how you guys are, but I like looking at one-star reviews and just seeing what's the worst stuff that people have to say about this company and how did the company handle it? What did the company say? That tells me a lot about who it is I'm working with. I like looking at online reviews. Awesome. Awesome. Great advice. Clearly, it's important that anybody in a real estate transaction consider a home inspection. And it doesn't matter where the house is in its life cycle. It's super important that you find a qualified home inspection expert to come out and do a thorough evaluation of the real estate you're considering. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTech1.com.